Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker, the Central Ministry Leader of Switch. And today I have joining me Tyler Crabtree from Mustang. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Good. And Riley, whose name I couldn't pronounce the last podcast, and here we are on the next one, and I'm still Give it your struggling. best shot. You got it. <laughs> Savalva. Close. Savala. But Savala. you know what? That was better. Hey, Raleigh Savala. It wasn't Volvo. And I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, the last podcast, I called her Raleigh Savalvo. And yeah. she's like, I'm not a Volvo. <laughs> and I was like, okay, there we go. That's well, so good to have you guys here today. Raleigh, we got to know a little bit about you last time. Tyler, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I grew up in McAllister, Oklahoma, and I went to UCO to play baseball and started attending Life Church uh, Edmond and started serving in Switch immediately. And so I served in Switch and served on the host team there uh, for two years. And then I graduated and applied for full time LXP and did LXP, and now I'm here. Awesome, man. Love to hear that. That's so exciting. And you recently just had a baby. I did. Well, not well, you. I but didn't. My right. wife did. But here's right. the deal. That'd be weird. Are you sleeping? Um, this morning, I think I got up at 5.30, changed her diaper, and, and then she slept for a little bit more and then woke back up. So I, I would say that's pretty good. Didn't wake Solid up at night. like Didn't wake up at one or two or three. That's good. Life yeah. is going well. Yeah. Life is going well. Well, so glad to have you both with us here today on the Switch Leader Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about trusted relationships. What does that look like? How can you establish them and why they are important? And Tyler, why don't you start us off with the answer to that question? Why are trusted relationships so important? Uh, Well, I heard a wise man tell me once that we are a relational ministry. Um, And so you cannot run a relational ministry if you do not have trusted relationships. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I would say, number one, that's the most important thing to me. Very good. Very good. Riley, why are trusted relationships important to you? Yeah. I mean, if we don't have trusted relationships, then um, how can we move forward and push people to become better followers of Christ if right. we don't have that relationship first? Absolutely. Very good. So now when you guys think about trust in a context of relationships, what, what does that mean to you? Like, what is a, a trusted relationship? How would you define that? Yeah. So for me, I, I would, you know, talk about like my relationship with my wife, uh, relationship with my best friend, um, you know, my, my team at the Mustang campus, you know, I, I, I know I can trust them. I know I can share anything with them. I know that when I'm talking to them, you know, it's a safe place. Like I can talk about whatever. I know they're not going to go and spread my business anywhere. I know that if I need them, I can call them. They can come help me out. They're going to help me, you know, if we move houses or whatever, if we want to go play something, like I know, like, I can do life with them. Right. But that's probably nothing that just happened overnight. Like you weren't mm. one day on the Mustang team and walked in and said, you know what? I think I can tell them everything. Right. Yes. Right. And so what are some things that you did to help build that trusted relationship? With uh, the Mustang team, uh, I mean, it's just hanging out with them, you know? So like I'll, you know, never forget when I first started going there and, and my campus pastor and hosting pastor, we started doing stuff together. I mean, we were going to lunch often uh, at the beginning as much as we could to to get to know each other, asking questions, you know, to get caught up within life. Hey, what's your story? Hey, what do you like to do? What do you like to do for fun? What are you passionate about? Uh, and just learning about each other. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying time mm-hmm. was the key element here. It wasn't necessarily one specific thing. It wasn't like one trip to the gym or one lunch at your local Swadley's. It was literally just time. Yep. Getting to know each other, sharing stories. 
Riley, what are some things for you? What do trust relationships look like for you? Yeah, so I've actually heard of this illustration that trust is like a marble jar. So you do just little things that aren't necessarily crazy significant, um, but each little thing goes into the marble jar and that builds that trust. And sometimes we do things that take a few marbles out. Um, rarely ever does the whole marble jar shatter. Um, there's been, there are times where that happens, but trust, you're, you're building it slowly. So like you said, with time, you're, you're putting in some marbles or commitment, consistency, those things you're putting in marbles. Um, just mm. asking people how their days are yeah. marbles. That's good. I like that. Mm. I love that illustration. So it's kind of like not only are you building trust and you can do 10 things in a row to earn trust and throw mm -hmm. in a few marbles, but you could probably do 10 things in a row that remove marbles. Yep. But if you're not aware of that, you're thinking you've got a jar full of marbles and in all reality, it's empty and you're trying to figure out why you're spouse doesn't trust you, why your students in your switch group doesn't trust you, why mm -hmm. your friends don't trust you. I, I, so you're saying self-awareness is going to be a key component oh, sure. to yeah, yeah. Absolutely. trusted relationships. If you don't understand where you're at. So what are some things and understand that we're talking about putting from the construct of the illustration that Riley gave, putting marbles in a jar. We talk about some things that we can do to make that happen. What are some things that remove the marbles from the jar? Well, I mean, I can think of... Um, Lack of interest, if a student mm -hmm. is telling you something um, that is important to them, that is yeah. um, their world and their reality right now, and we res re res respond poorly, we don't, we don't give that the celebration or the attention that it needs, um, you've already lost some marbles just right there. I, I, I want to add, so for me, consistency. Mm. Uh, if you are consistent, you're going to throw marbles in the jar. If you're inconsistent as a, as a leader, you're going to be pulling marbles out. So I love the term consistency, but I don't just think you're talking about physically there on a on a Wednesday night, mm -mm. right? Like people take vacations, mm -hmm. get sick, have to work late. Mm -hmm. So is consistency like Tyler? When you have to work late, do you just you probably shoot your wife a text or give her a call, mm -hmm. let her know? Yeah. yeah. And so is that same with with your students' lives? If you can't be there on a Wednesday because you have to work, is it would it be consistent of you? to shoot a text or a group me, whatever you guys usually communicate to say, hey, here's the deal, guys. I had to work late. I won't be there tonight. I miss you. Yep. Is that consistently being there in someone's life? Yeah, I think for sure it is. Absolutely. It lets them know like, hey, you were important enough for me to let you know that I won't be there and I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to be back. Yeah. So if that adds a marble, then to have someone show up and you not be there and they have no idea, probably removes a marble. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. kind of like never telling your spouse you're working late. You just work late and assume they'll be okay with it Yep. yep. while they're sitting at home worrying about you and not sure what's going on. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I, I think that's, what's some other great examples of things that may remove marbles or add marbles to the scenario of trust? Yeah. So, um, you know, talking about you know, how I built trust with my team in Mustang. Um, my wife is the best small group leader there is. Uh, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, <laughs> we, after the 530 service last night, a bunch of students and a couple small group leaders and uh, our switch team went and played volleyball uh, behind Chicken Express in our town. There's a, there's a sand volleyball court. So we went and played volleyball for a couple of hours and I waited to make sure that all the students got home. My wife, you know, took the baby home. Uh, and so I get home and as I'm pulling down my street, I see a car and I'm like, that car looks familiar. I see another car, I'm like, that car looks familiar. There's two cars in my driveway. I walk into my house and five of her girls were in the house with uh, 
Caitlin and then Alexa, which is the other leader that my wife leads with, um, they were all at my house after playing volleyball. Um, so yeah, so incorporating moments. family, because like you said, you do have a newborn, mm-hmm. right? It, you could easily be like, here's the deal. I have a kid now. Yeah. Go home. But you nor your wife are like that. You're literally like, hey, here's the deal. Here's an opportunity at a young age that, hey, you can see what's going on. Because my guess is she grew up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll grow up seeing people in the house, different switch groups, different girls that your wife leads to be a part of that. And I think that's huge because she'll see the context of trusted relationship. So again, that's that's that consistency. Yep. Because I, I know I know your wife works, mm-hmm. right? And yep. she can't be there every Wednesday night, right? right. She's in the medical field. And mm-hmm. so if an emergency comes up, She's you gone. just can't drop a patient and be like, hey y'all, yeah. Sorry, I gotta get to church. Mm-hmm. But she sends a text or a group me, and I yeah. love that. Riley, what do you have to add to that? Yeah, um, well, I would say even another way, just to take it a step further, to build trust with your students um, is being open with them, being vulnerable um, because we're expecting them to be vulnerable with us, but we can't do yeah. that unless we're willing to lead um, in that same way and being open with them about yeah. things that are going on in our lives. Obviously, keeping that respectful um, distance because there is such an age gap, but letting them in on our lives, kind of like inviting them over to our house um, to yep. see our family, just giving them little bits of our day so that they know that they can do the same with us. No, Riley, what, what's some ways that you do that uh, with the students or with the leaders that you engage with where you kind of share moments or parts of your life? Yeah, honestly, um, that's actually something I've been learning and growing in. Um, It's not a immediate strength for me. Um, So I do have to be more intentional about when I do it. I have to I have to realize, okay, I do need to let people in and um, let them see a little bit more of what that looks like for me. So I actually make sure to set a goal to talk to one of my students and tell them about um, something that happened in my week. And it doesn't have to be anything that's super emotionally draining or like anything that makes me cry. Sometimes it is, but just letting them in on something that happened to me or something um, I did just to be intentional about sharing with with my students. I love what you said there. You said be intentional. And I think Mm. even the fact that you shared that it's difficult for you to share is opening up. So even telling your students, hey, it's difficult for me to open up, period. I think they'll relate because for a lot of them, Mm -hmm. it's difficult for them to open up. So you don't necessarily have to jump into the deep end. And with the leader, like you said, which is perfect, there's an age gap. There are just certain things that you shouldn't share with students. Exactly. But I think it's okay to tell them that you have a hard time opening up. That feels real open, real transparent, real... I just, I love that. So that's really good. And then I love how you just admitted that it's okay to, you don't have to be at the, I'm great at opening up or I'm all the way there. I'm all knowing. It's okay as you're a leader to grow and being a leader. Yeah. Man, I love that. So let's talk about some things that you guys have seen small group leaders do uh, that build trust with their small groups, but also those who aren't small group leaders. We have a lot of people who listen who aren't small group leaders. They're on the switch host team. They're on the switch ops team. And we know Every part of that makes a huge difference in switching students' lives. So how to also, if I'm not a small group leader and I don't meet with the same five or six or ten kids every week, 
what can I do? Maybe I'm the switch check-in person. Is there something I can do to kind of help build that trust? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was talking to uh, my hosting coach uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was just talking to me about how he keeps having conversations with the host team about going and talking to students in the pre-experience. You mm-hmm. know, while you are greeting or while you're helping check-in or whatever you're doing, uh, hospitality, be talking to the students. If there's nobody there, if there's nobody coming in your door, walk over to where some students are and start building relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And same thing with cover two. Um, he, he talks about how they're cover two, how they want, they don't want the students to just think that, oh, they're just the security guys or they're the mean guys. Like go build relationship, get to know those students because you're going to run into them at Walmart. You're going to run into them at the gas station at on or whatever. Um, and so, you know, you're just another familiar face to build that relationship and that relational ministry, which is what we're all about. Yeah. I like that. That's huge. So that can almost help tie back into a small group. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like when if someone feels connected, I think Riley said in another podcast, the first time she came to Switch Broken Arrow, she felt those relationships. Yeah. And I think relationships are key. And so um, no matter where you serve in Switch, just know there's an opportunity for you to build trusted relationships. Riley, what are other examples you have? Yeah, I would say even like kind of going off the same familiar face with a check-in, you see the same faces of students each and every week. And maybe you have X amount of students and you can't memorize them all, but you can recognize a few faces here and there. And maybe you even say their name to them before they even check in. Like, oh, hey, Tommy, like good to see you again. Or, hey, I see you brought a friend with you. That shows them that you cared for them. And that's an immediate, that's an immediate marble in that jar. That's huge. Mm. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what you're saying is we want to, Trust relationships are like marbles in a jar, which Raleigh did say exactly. And we want to make sure that we're depositing way more than we withdraw. Because we would probably will accidentally would do, do some withdrawals. Well, we'll, sure. we'll forget yeah. some things. It happens. Not, you know, but God forgives, and I believe students forgive. But what we don't want to do is not be creating those deposits and being intentionally lost. So what are the things that you guys would like to share about when it comes to trusted relationships? I think it all starts with being present with your students. Um, it's huge. Hearing them out where they're at. And realizing that if you're starting off by focused on fixing them instead of just loving them where they're at, then you've completely missed the point. I think it's hearing a problem or hearing something in their lives. And that, that was so good. I need you to repeat that. <laughs> yeah. If we're focused on fixing them instead of loving them where they're at, then we've missed the whole just, point. Just that was so good one more time. <laughs> if we focused on fixing them instead of loving them, then we've missed the whole point. Come on. If this mic wasn't so expensive, I'd probably pick it up and drop it right now. Yeah. But I'm, I'd be like, I'm not Riley, doing that. Mic drop, because yeah. that, that was good. Mm. Riley over here preaching on the podcast. Well, listen, we just got to be present with students and let mm-hmm. them know that um, sometimes you don't. they don't even need a response that's yeah. the right answer. And I think that takes so much pressure off of us of feeling like we need to f- always have all the right answers because we don't. That's Jesus. And if we just let him that's work good. through us um, and just say, you know what? That hurts and that stinks. And I'm sorry that you feel like that. Yeah. I mean, that's trust. That's relationship right there. I, I know what to say that. She's just like, <laughs> she just literally was like, let Jesus be Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> Take the pressure off yourself. Be consistent. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Riley's probably going to be hosting these podcasts <laughs> going oh my next goodness. week. Forward. Tune so, in next week. Yeah. As Riley, I'm not going to say her last name, your new host. No, but I mean, that's that's so true. Like, yeah. Let Jesus do what we can, but let Jesus do what Jesus does. Yep. Yeah. And it's Come okay. On. We don't have to be experts. We don't have to know. And so I just want to thank you both for being here today. Yeah. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for talking about this. Thank you for helping switch leaders get better. Any last words 
Uh, before we go, you both sold so many great things. But anybody got any last words before we get out of here today? Just keep on adding those marbles in that jar, right? Come on. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, 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 o